3: Power failure at a local ski hill. The effort to rescue freezing skiers stranded on the chairlift. We've had ice
4: storms before, but we've never had as much ice as this.
5: Ice storm aftermath. Hydro crews still scrambling to get the power back on.
3: And another year nearly over. Farewell 2017. We're getting ready to ring in 2018. You're watching Global BC. This is Global News Hour at 6.
5: And welcome to Canada Place. This is a live shot of our set, the place to be tonight to celebrate the arrival of 2018. Partygoers gathering here tonight for Concord's New Year's Eve Vancouver.
3: Beautiful shot from Kelly Meadows and the crew up in the Global One Chopper. Good evening. Thanks very much for joining us. For this special edition of Global News Hour at 6, we get ready to celebrate the arrival of the new year. We'll have more on that to come. But first, extreme weather is still causing problems here on the south coast.
5: Last week's snow and ice storm not only leaving many in the Fraser Valley in the dark, but also leading to some skiers and snowboarders being stranded for hours today. Our Paul Johnson joins us now from Sasquatch Mountain Resort near Agassiz with the details on this. Paul, what happened?
6: Guys, if you think it's cold down there in the lower mainland, you can imagine what it must have felt like for some of the 120 people who were trapped up on the green lift up here at the Sasquatch Mountain Resort. They think they had some kind of power surge this morning that blew out the control panel, so the lift stopped working, and they had to use ropes to lower people down one by one. Luckily, that's something that they trained for. They were ready for it. And they got everybody down safely. It
2: was about
3: 125 people were, were manually evac um, With the ice rain and all the, the crazy situations in Mission and Abbotsford, we feel like we had a, a large power surge at about 9.40 this morning. And we're still trying to figure out the details of exactly what happened. This is New Year's Eve. People were in a great mood. Uh, we were really lucky. There was a beautiful bluebird day. And uh, we were doing everything we could to make sure they were taken care of when they got to the bottom.
6: A lot of you might know this resort by its former name, Hemlock Valley. They were having an otherwise perfect day today. Lots of snow, blue skies, not too cold. And they're just in the midst of a big promotional campaign where they would recently passed out 25,000 free lift tickets to students in Abbotsford, Mission and Chilliwack. So a big inconvenience for some of the people up there on that lift. It took hours to get some of the last people down. But everybody got back safely, and they're warming up right now.
3: Glad it worked back out well. Thanks guys. very much, Paul. Well, breaking news out of the Kootenai region tonight, where a woman was rescued after being buried in an avalanche. The slide was triggered in a backcountry park between Salmo and Creston at the top of the Kootenay Pass summit. A group of six was skiing at noon when the avalanche came down. The woman was buried, and her friends dug her out. She was eventually airlifted to hospital in trail. Right now, we have no word on her condition. Back in the Fraser Valley now, thousands will welcome in 2018 in the dark, despite the fact hydro crews have been working flat out trying to restore power. Thursday's ice storm took down countless trees and power lines, too. Jill Bennett has the latest on how powerless residents are
7: coping. Look how thick that ice is. The ice is sticking around in Abbotsford as residents continue to survey the damage caused by back-to-back storms. So we have trees that are
4: well over 100 years old. You can see that they're pretty much down and
7: wrecked. Thousands in the Fraser Valley woke up Sunday morning to another day with no power, even though hydro crews and subcontractors have been putting in long hours trying to get everyone reconnected.
6: We're going 16 hours a day. Uh, for the last three days, I guess, and it's looking like a few more ahead of us.
7: Crews been working around the clock. We have
4: restored power to over 135,000 customers.
7: The 400 residents of this housing co-op in Aldergrove lost power Friday afternoon, leaving many housebound and
8: without heat. I think it's especially hard being old and sick. It's a good thing I have a fireplace. Or, I don't know, I'd be frozen. It's been crummy. But some of us can't get out, and the older people are um,
4: stuck at home in the freezing cold.
7: A warming centre has been set up for residents, but the president of the co-op has questions for BC Hydro.
1: BC Hydro did promise us that we'd be put on a uh, priority list because of the demographic here.
3: But here we are again three days later and nothing.
4: In this case, this customer is actually located at the end of a circuit. So in order to get their power back, we actually need to repair the rest of the line
7: first power at the pioneer co-op came back sunday afternoon much to the relief of residents some other good news a stretch of the fraser highway closed because of fallen power lines has reopened as for parts of the fraser valley still without power hydro says there are about 90 crews working to bring it back as fast as possible jill bennett global news
3: tough to imagine working outside for 16 hours a day over three days in this cold uh meteorologist christy gordon joins us now uh, when can we see a break from the cold snap christy
4: Well, Chris, for the south coast, we really have two more days of this cold weather on the way. But the worst of it really will be tonight. Happy New Year's, everyone. Make sure you bundle up if you head out because, yes, it is still going to be very cold tonight. Those of you in the interior, though, you will see the deep freeze continue at least until Thursday. But all areas really will see a warm-up by Friday at the very least.
3: All right. Good to hear. Thanks, Christy. We'll check in a little bit later, too.
4: A mother and her two
5: daughters who were murdered just before Christmas were honored today in a private celebration of life. A makeshift memorial sits outside the family's Rutland home where Clara Foreman and her two young daughters Karina and Gesenia were found dead. Foreman's husband Jacob Foreman is in custody charged with three counts of second-degree murder. A candlelight vigil was held for the trio on Thursday. And thousands gathered on Vancouver Island last night for another candlelight vigil to remember two young sisters. Aubrey and Chloe were found murdered in their father's Oak Bay apartment on Christmas Day. Kristen Robinson has more on the community's outpouring of grief.
8: A sea of light helping guide Oak Bay through some of its darkest days. It means that the community's holding us in their embrace. I think it's a wonderful reflection of Sarah. The candlelight vigil organized by friends of Sarah Cotton, the mother of six-year-old Chloe and four-year-old Aubrey Berry. The girls found slain Christmas Day in their father's apartment. If we can do nothing else at this point, it's to honor them properly.
6: Chloe was a very caring friend. It seems it runs in the family. There's a big hole in our school now
8: little Aubrey remembered for her smile.
6: She brought love and joy and hope and a peaceful presence to our school. Both those girls, I saw, we saw them every morning when we went to school.
9: And it's, it's absolutely that. heartbreaking.
8: Doug Hep's son went to school with Chloe. He's struggling to explain what happened to young Frank.
6: Just that, that Chloe's gone, she's gone to heaven and she's in a good place and um just to think happy thoughts
8: and i just feel so deeply for the mother because it's going to be a long road for her and we're all here for her if she needs help Reverend Michelle Slater sharing a message from Chloe and Aubrey's grandparents we are so grateful that we shared their lives the crowd 2000 strong standing together after an unthinkable tragedy
3: Vandals have targeted two Metro Vancouver schools overnight. Broken glass and boarded up windows and doors are visible at two schools in Anmore, just north of Port Moody. Both Eagle Mountain Middle School and Heritage Woods Secondary School on Dogwood Drive were damaged. It's unclear exactly what happened and still no word on any suspects. Well, as we get ready for the big New Year's party here, a reminder of the message not to drink and drive is drilled into us, particularly at this time of
8: year.
5: Now, first responders are adding another important message. Check your drugs so you're not a casualty of the devastating overdose crisis. Tanya Beja
4: reports. So we just put a couple drops of heroin in here and we're
8: adding a little bit of water.
4: In just a few simple steps,
10: Sarah Blythe can detect whether these drugs are laced with a deadly substance.
4: Two stripes is negative and one stripe that comes up is positive. So this test here has tested positive for fentanyl.
10: A result volunteers at the Overdose Prevention Society are seeing far too often.
4: Whether it be cocaine, whether it be crack, whether it be meth, whether it be heroin... Um, all of them contain fentanyl in it these days, and none of them are safe.
10: As British Columbians gear up for New Year celebrations, harm reduction advocates are encouraging drug users, recreational or otherwise, to consider testing their substances with kits available at supervised consumption sites around the province. Drug overdoses claimed more than 1,100 lives this year, 83% of those linked to
4: fentanyl. Overdoses can happen, you know, immediately. Especially if you're smoking, they can happen like in seconds, people can go down. And there's nothing you can do once that's happened, if you're alone.
10: It's part of the reason Vancouver Fire Rescue sent out a plea on social media. For those planning to use anything besides alcohol tonight, stick with a sober friend and carry an Naloxone kit.
9: When someone witnesses a collapse, they can deal or intervene immediately and call and get medical attention as fast as possible. Um, if a Naloxone kit is available and someone overdoses, then they can assist immediately and help revive the person.
10: First responders have extra crews on duty this evening but are asking revelers to celebrate responsibly. Tanya Beisha, Global News. And back now to our top
5: story, that rescue on Sasquatch Mountain Resort near Agassiz after skiers and snowboarders found themselves stranded on a chairlift. Take a look at this video. It's just coming into our newsroom now, showing the rope rescue by staff at the resort. Up to 120 people were affected after the chairlift lost power shortly after opening this morning. The resort says it has been plagued with intermittent power issues caused by last week's storm. Everyone was rescued by early this afternoon.
3: Oh, they benefited from some great weather with lots of sunshine out there. Let's talk more about the biggest party of the year going on right here in Vancouver. Sonia Diol joins us with a look ahead to what we can expect at this year's Concord's New Year's Eve Vancouver. Sonia?
11: Thanks very much for that, Chris. Yes, uh, things certainly hotting up here. The crowds now are beginning to pour in. This place is going to get really busy over the next few hours. They're expecting hundred thousand people, which is more than last year. But let me bring in John Donnelly, who's the big man behind this event. He's uh, produced the this mammoth, very upscale event. And just John, thanks very much for joining us. Hello, Sanya. What have you planned? Uh, what can people expect tonight?
6: Well, you know, we've got a beautiful night here tonight. And, of course, we've got two fireworks displays, one at 9 o'clock and one at midnight. And we've got, I think, a little bit of something for everyone. We've got a rock band behind us here. Yeah. And look at this. We have a beautiful projection tower. That's
11: first this year. Con-
6: Concord. thats a yep. brand new thing. Yeah, Concord is one of the biggest sponsors of live events in the city. And Thank- they're, they're all about public art. And that's an art piece that's really cool.
11: It is really beautiful. Um, you've got a rock stage, a hip-hop stage. You've got two ballrooms set up inside the convention center. And a
6: big family zone.
11: Yeah, and this tickets still available for people that still want to come down?
6: There are. You know, if you want to bring the kids and come on down, there's still a few seats left. It's actually going really fast. Okay. But we could probably still fit, you know, a few more people in. And our family zone's going to be fantastic. We've got the Kids Can Dance Party. It's hosted by Rock and Robin and Rapunzel.
11: Thank you Uh, very much, John. Good luck with it all. I think it's going to be mammoth. The kids are already geared up, as you can see here. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Just getting it in early. Back to you, Chris.
3: All right, good stuff. Yes, the party is just getting going. Got a good crowd down here at the Global BC tent. That's good. I'm taking a look. Say hello, everyone. <laughs> They're back there. Well, it's going to get raucous for sure. <laughs> it sure will. Vancouver is actually among the last major cities in the world to celebrate.
5: We are going to take a look at the kickoff to 2018, where the party has already been in full swing for hours.
3: Also, coming up, how extreme cold is spoiling the party in some places. The news hour continues. Live from Canada Place in just a moment. Always one of the most spectacular fireworks shows. Sydney, Australia, among the first in the world to welcome in 2018. An estimated one million people gathered to watch the fireworks light up the skies above Sydney Harbour. A rainbow waterfall cascaded off Sydney Harbour Bridge to celebrate recently passed legislation legalizing same-sex marriage in Australia. Well, just under six hours until the fireworks go off right here in Vancouver.
5: From a barge in Coal Harbour, not far from where we are here at Canada Place, and officials are expecting a crowd of more than 100,000 people to see them.
3: Encourage people that um, don't drive down here if you can avoid it, because uh, parking will be uh, hard to come by.
5: Police have closed off a big portion of West Cordova Street near the waterfront to make sure pedestrians stay safe. The closure extends from Thurlow to Howe and lasts until 3 in the morning. It's also going to be harder to get in and out of parkades in the area if you did happen to uh, drive down here earlier and park your car. So how should you get around? Well, police want revellers to take advantage of this. TransLink is offering free rides until 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's all about making sure people get home safely from their New Year's Eve celebrations. They're also promising more frequent service and extended hours on buses, SkyTrain, and Canada Line. Sea bus hours have also been extended. Just make sure to check out TransLink's website before you head out. And that's how you can find out when those last trains will leave.
3: Uh, good planning makes the difference. New Year's Eve celebrations also being held across the province. And festivities are just getting underway at Kelowna's Jim Stewart Park too. They're marking New York New Year's with fireworks at 9 o'clock. The family-friendly event also includes skating, bands, and food trucks. Organizers are telling people to dress warmly for the event.
11: If last year's any indication, we saw almost 10,000 people here last year because it was so mild. So it looks like it's going to be similar. Uh, We're not expecting it to be any colder than, like, minus 9 tonight. Usually by 9 o'clock we hit our low, and it was pretty good. So I would say there'll be some decent crowds, and fireworks are such a community favourite. They'll all come down for the fireworks.
3: No doubt it's also going to be a chilly one in New York City itself. Forecasters there predicting temperatures in Times Square to be the coldest they've been in 110 years. Bundled up police officers are screening people as they enter the area to see the ball drop. An estimated 2 million people gathered here last year. Officers are patting down revelers and searching every single person who enters Times Square. Garbage trucks and police cars are also blocking off streets as snipers keep close eye on the festivities from buildings nearby.
5: Well, the extreme cold is a bigger concern in Alberta where the two biggest cities are both scaling back their New Year's Eve festivities. Outdoor activities have been cancelled tonight in Edmonton and Calgary as officials encourage people to watch the fireworks from inside or on television rather than standing outside in the cold. It is minus 28 in Calgary right now.
8: Any event planner knows that you can pick your event, you can plan it, but you can't pick your weather. And so you always have your plans in your back pocket. We've not had to cancel New Year's Eve festivities in the past. We have uh, held back pieces, but we've not had to cancel at this range. And thankfully, it isn't all canceled. It is only components that we've had to pull back on.
5: And the extreme cold in Ontario has forced the Toronto Polar Bear Club to cancel its annual dip into Lake Ontario because of icy conditions, as you can see, it marks the first time in 13 years that the event will not take place. The organization is encouraging participants to partake in their own mini polar bear dip tomorrow and share it on social media. Now, here in Vancouver, the English Bay polar dip is still scheduled to happen tomorrow.
3: <laughs> That's going to be a cold one. Uh. I'm just tucking my gloves in here. I haven't gone. I haven't gone for them yet, but I guarantee before the end of the hour, I'm gonna. You're ha- trying. So you guys
2: have
5: heaters here? Squire oh, won't do care. you have those little oh, hot yeah. shot you things? Here.
3: But you gotta I've give it back. sitting to on
5: my hands. You gotta give it back. <laughs> really?
3: It is. It's uh, a little chilly. No doubt <laughs> about it. But
4: layers, layers. Yeah. Layers.
5: Yeah.
3: You've done that very well.
4: Well, you know, I, we're really lucky here. We can't complain. It, it the feels like down here is probably about minus two, minus three. But, you know, the people in the interior are laughing at us right now. It's well, you know, minus 40 in some yeah. areas, right? We like Generally to provide the comic relief for the rest of the year. Yes, Canada. exactly. When it comes to the snow and the cold. Yeah. Oh, mm, exactly.
0: All right. Squire, what are you working on? It feels a lot colder in Seattle. Oh. A lot mm. colder. Yeah. I'll show you why I will tell you why later in the program. The Frozen 12 North. Yeah, no. For okay. sure.
3: All right, thanks, Squire. More news coming up in a moment, including details of a New Year's Eve tragedy.
5: One sheriff's deputy is dead and four other police officers injured after a shooting near Denver.
3: And also coming up later, pyrotechnic power on display. We'll go behind the scenes of Vancouver's New Year's Eve fireworks coming up on the news hour. You're watching Concord's New Year's Eve Vancouver on Global BC. Brought to you by the Pacific Blue Cross Health Challenge. Share your health resolution and you could
2: win.
8: A spectacular
5: sight in Hong Kong's iconic Victoria Harbour as fireworks mark the arrival of 2018 in the Asian city. And in Iran, 2017 is coming to a close with violent protests and a crackdown by the government.
3: Social media has been restricted after four days of unrest. World leaders are weighing in, including Canada, calling on Iran to uphold and respect
12: democratic and human rights. In Iran, the regime strikes back after four days of anti-government protests and just as many tweets from President Donald Trump supporting protesters for finally getting wise Iran's president, Hassan Rouhani, broke his silence. In a speech to his cabinet, he defended demonstrators' right to protest, but took a swipe at President Trump. This man in America who is sympathizing with us today has forgotten he called Iranians terrorists months ago, Rouhani said. He has no right to sympathize with Iranians. The unrest now deadly. Two protesters were killed at a rally last night, officials blaming the deaths on foreign agents. Today, an official warned that protesters who cause disorder will pay the price. Iranian security forces are confronting protesters in the streets, organizing pro-government counter-protests, and shutting down social media apps like Instagram and Telegram, a highly encrypted text messaging service that's popular in Iran. Experts say President Trump's tweets won't help Iranians.
7: His actions in terms of travel bans, visa bans, the the very nasty things he said about Iranians, you know, these have not earned him a great deal of goodwill in, in Iran.
12: But this movement has taken on a life of its own. What started Thursday as a burst of anger against soaring prices and unemployment has widened into nationwide demonstrations, the largest since 2009. Some activists even chanting against Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. A dangerous move in a country where politics are dominated by clerics with a history of crushing dissent. Matt Bradley, NBC News. And
3: also today we are learning 10 American tourists were on board a plane that crashed in Costa Rica today. There were no survivors when the Nature airplane went down into a wooded area near the Pacific coast shortly after takeoff. Two crew members and 10 passengers were on board. Five of the victims were members of the same family. The cause of the crash has not been determined.
5: Tragedy in Denver on this New Year's Eve. Shots fired at a domestic abuse call, wounding four deputies
1: and leaving one dead. Tonight, a deadly shootout in what the sheriff is calling an ambush. We have one deputy down
10: inside the apartment. All of us have been hit
1: at least once. It all started early this morning as deputies responded to a disturbance call at an apartment complex in a suburb outside of Denver. Heard about 15 to 20 gunshots just right after there. Boom, 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 boom. Police say the gunman opened fire at the responding officers after barricading himself in his bedroom. In the end, the gunman shot seven, five deputies, and two civilians, killing one deputy.
3: All of them were shot. Um, very, very quickly.
1: It was uh, more of an a ambush type of a, attack on our officers. Um, he knew we were coming. Police warning residents to shelter in place and stay away from walls and windows as deputies returned gunfire, killing the suspect. The deputy killed 29-year-old Zachary Parrish, a father of two who joined the department just seven months ago. This is a uh,
3: sad day for the
1: Douglas County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Tony Spurlock visibly shaken.
3: We are deeply saddened by the loss of
1: uh,
3: Zachary. Um, When I sat with his wife and held her hand, I could see in her eyes her life is over.
1: Later this morning, residents in law enforcement showing their support as Parrish was taken from the hospital to the morgue in a somber procession. Police say all of the injured deputies are in stable condition, among them Deputy Jeff Pelly, son of the nearby Boulder County Sheriff, recovering after emergency surgery. This is a tragic day that we'll be feeling for a long time. The community now mourning the loss of one of their own.
5: Well, as we close out 2017, the 43rd annual list of the worst words and phrases of the year has been released, and we're going to drill down on it now.
3: I saw what you did there. That's a clue. (laughs) 14 words and phrases made the list, provided by Northern Michigan's Lake Superior State University, including, and at the top, one we can't stand, (laughs) fake news, a term used for any story that you disagree with. But
5: this next one, one of my favorites, and I'm not really sure how you pronounce it, but (laughs) Cofefe, Cofefe, Cofefe. All of them work. That was, of course, President Donald Trump's typo tweet.
3: Impactful is another one.
5: Let that sink in. (laughs) And uh, drill down, as I mentioned, instead of expanding on a statement, we will drill down on it. And finally,
3: dish dish is old i thought but i
5: know i was surprised by that one yeah
3: but it makes the list here in 2017 too
5: all right talk about ringing in the new year we have the story behind this photo there it is showing bc ferries passengers starting a lifetime voyage together that's coming up live from canada place on this new year's eve As the saying goes, when life hands you lemons, what do you do? You make lemonade. We'll show you how stranded motorists, you know, put a little twist on it, passing the time waiting on the Coquihalla Highway right after Christy's forecast.
3: That's right. Well, what a day we've had. Chilly down here right now, but an amazing day in the sunshine once that (laughs) fog lifted. Here's Christy Gordon with a look at your forecast. Christy?
4: Thanks, Chris. And actually, I have an amazing photo for you coming up. First, though, I want to introduce you to Kira. She's from Firebelly. She's been fire performing for over 20 years, but she's not dressed properly for tonight. As a mother, this is really bothering me. I've, I've got my gloves on. Oh, I feel much better now. <laughs> but she says it gets really hot around the fires. So. It does. Yeah, it'll warm me up totally. So, how long have you been performing, and uh, how did you get into it? Well, it's been it's been almost 20 years, and I saw some people performing at a festival, and thought that's I want to do that. You just and saw it. And, in, yeah, huh? yeah. So connected with them and and learned. That way. So through them, they taught you. Yeah, they taught me. Yeah. Now there's now there's courses and stuff that you can take, but at the time it was really more connecting with community. Was it scary at first? Exhilarating. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) And what are you going to perform for us tonight? Uh today I'm just gonna do some stuff with fire fans. Okay. Yeah awesome. So Kira's gonna get all set up while we're talking about weather. Uh I'll step right out of the way so I don't get lit up here. Yeah. This is not real fur, by the way. Some people have asked. Thanks, Kira. We'll talk to you in a second. Looking forward to it. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the weather. Here's that photo that I was telling you about. It's chilly out there, but the last dump of moisture brought in a ton of ice and snow to the valley, and it has left picture-perfect photos. Look at this one from Chilliwack. Heidi sent us this one. Thank you, Heidi, for that one. Just spectacular, and that is going to stick around at least for the next three days, everyone. That cold arctic air and trench, and it's funneling right out to the coast. It will be midweek that you'll finally see a bit of a change. Those of you across the north, temperatures have moderated, but only slightly. Still dealing with wind chills, close to minus 30, minus 35 in some areas. A few flurries, except coastal regions like Prince Rupert, looking at periods of rain. Interior regions dry for you tomorrow but down through the south we'll see some cloud cover but that arctic air in place keep in mind we're still dealing with a fair amount of valley cloud and for the south coast we'll see some fog again tomorrow morning but also partly cloudy skies lots of sunshine by the afternoon the warmth higher up it'll be a little bit of a low level inversion tomorrow so two days of this cold weather and then we start to see a transition back to rain and near seasonal conditions happy birthday to mary harris Margaret Spires, and Irene Min Minhinnick. Congratulations to you all. Okay, let's check this out. Turning it over to Kira from Firebelly now. Here she is.
3: Yeah. Just, just one of many of the entertainers that they have roaming around down here at Canada Place.
5: It's really beautiful, and I can see now that she all would right, probably go ahead. be warm. Yes. Yeah.
3: Very cool. Thanks very much, Christy, and thank you, Kira. That's fantastic.
5: All right. We mentioned it earlier. What are Canadians to do when left cooling their heels, that's a hint, on Mm -hmm. the side of a frozen highway? Drop the puck, of course.
3: Of course. Check out this photo posted to social media. A section of the Coquihalla Highway was closed for avalanche control yesterday, and if you look closely to the right on the shoulder there, two guys decided to take advantage of the free ice time and Play some hockey. Good way to <laughs> while the hours away.
5: Most Canadian thing ever. Meantime, sure. it was a special New Year's Eve on BC Ferries for one couple today. BC Ferries tweeting out this photo earlier today offering congratulations to Ross and Patty. After riding the Tawassan to Swartz Bay route for 40 years, Ross wanted to show it to Patty with a round trip. The weather was foggy, but on the way back, the sky cleared, and as the sun was shining, Ross got down on one knee. And pop the big question to Patty.
3: What a gentleman. Well done, Ross.
5: It looks like she said yes.
3: I think so. (laughs) There was an embrace going on there. That's good.
5: Congratulations to you both. Coming up, Concord's New Year's Eve Vancouver, Honda Celebration of Light Fireworks, Rugby 7s.
3: Just some of the big events helping Vancouver shed its no fun image. More on how we're attracting top events coming up next. The news hour coming to you live from Concord's New Year's Eve Vancouver celebration, just one of a number of big public events that the city has hosted in recent years.
5: And our Sonia Dial has more on that with Vancouver Councillor
11: Raymond Louis Sonia? I have indeed. Raymond's right here. Let me bring him in right now. Um, you know, Raymond, thanks for joining us. Um, Vancouver's had an image for being a no-fun city for quite a long time, changed over the last few years. What benefit does it bring to the city to have events like this?
1: Well, events like the Concord New Year's Eve events is uh, pinnacle, I think, and really important to making sure that Vancouverites and the general population around Metro Vancouver get to come down to a a signature event like this. It uh, builds our international reputation, similar to other events that have happened in Vancouver, like the FIFA Women's World Cup, the Olympics, of course, you know, Rugby Sevens, uh, the Celebration Lights, which is, of course, again, sponsored by Concord Pacific. And these events help to really get people out of their homes, out on our streets, and yeah. build community.
11: So you're very, very proud of something like this tonight?
1: Well, we're going to have 100,000 people here, I think. Uh, it's a beautiful night. This gives people an opportunity to celebrate together. And that's what I think uh, Vancouver is about, making sure that we're, we're an inclusive city, green city, but also that we're welcoming to everyone. And this is a free family event, so it's great.
11: We'll have a fantastic celebration later on. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm glad you are wrapped up. I just want to really quickly pull in the juggler behind me, uh, Raymond, uh, here. I'll just quickly show you, Chris and Sophie. We're all wrapped up, but check this out Mike the juggler, who's dressed in a Hawaiian shirt. are you hair. cold? It's
3: warm here. Oh,
11: my goodness. Back to you guys.
3: Yeah, you're staying busy. Keep moving. That's the secret, I think.
5: He's very Wayne Cox. I was going to say, he shirt, got yeah. the Wayne right? Cox's
0: closet, clearly.
5: <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> like Wayne would only give uh, the weather today like a quarter of a Hawaiian shirt,
0: really. Like there no the Hawaiian shirts. Shirt. A Hawaiian no, parka. No five parkas. Squires here that? now with sports, of course. Yes, we're going to talk about, um, well, the year is literally over for the Seattle Seahawks. Well, yeah, because it's New Year's Eve, right? Well, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Huh. Think Didn't it's, go it's, so well. Well, that, that is a great catch. But, uh, yeah, we'll show you what happened with the Seahawks today. They needed a win and some help to get in the playoffs. All right, that and backstage with
3: Archangel Fireworks coming up a little bit later. Stay with us.
2: The Eagles are coming to Vancouver. The American Rock Band will be playing at Rogers Arena on May 10th and 11th. Tickets at LiveNation.com. Experience Vancouver in a whole new light. The Vancouver Chinese Lantern Festival will illuminate the peony grounds with lanterns, performance, and a marketplace. Details at vancouverlanternfestival.ca. For RBC, I'm Yvonne Schell.
0: Our BC
3: is brought to you by Alpine Credits. Own your own home and need a loan? Get approved in less than 24 hours at alpinecredits.ca.
0: Why am I still cold? I've got like four pairs of pants, like five shirts, two jackets. Five-layer squire, just uh-huh. like taco dip at a party. Oh, I
3: love that.
5: The seven-layer
0: dip? Right? The seven-layer yeah. dip. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a seven-layer dip right now. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> hey, Take it away. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, this year, the Seahawks' house has not been the home it used to be. Once a fortress, it has now been breached numerous times this season, and Seattle could not afford another loss. They had to beat Arizona. They had to hope Atlanta lost to Carolina to get in the playoffs. And the Seahawks haven't missed the playoffs since 2011. Injuries in the defense didn't help, but their offense sputtered all year, too. Bad offensive line. Okay, they're taking on the Cardinals, who have really nothing to play for. Drew Stanton pretty much runs to Renton and then throws this ball to Jerron Brown for the touchdown. 7-0 Cardinals. Seahawks were not good in the first half. But they did have this. Tyler Lockett. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. He's going for speed. Thank you. And who sang that song? Cake. Cake. Thank you very much. Lockett scores. 7-7. But as we said, Cardinals were the best team in the first half of this game. Elijah Penny from four yards away gets in. 27 at the half for the Cardinals. Third quarter. Seahawks start with a nice drive. Russell Wilson. Doug Baldwin. Touchdown. Doug Baldwin. Down by six. 2014. Fourth quarter. Third down.
3: Wilson, third down.
0: Little deflection. JD McKissick. Nice catch. Keeps the drive alive. But the drive stalled when Luke Wilson could not hold on to this one. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. On the five oh. yard line too. He has it. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, 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 that is a tragedy. Okay, still in it though, later in the fourth, down 23-17, Baldwin, perfect. He's inbounds. 34th touchdown pass of the year for Ryan, uh, Russell Wilson, I think that ties his best in a career. Cardinals took the lead again by two, so Blair Walsh for the win. Uh, oh, crappy new year. Seahawks miss the field goal and the playoffs, but truth be known, Atlanta won their game, so it didn't really matter. Yes, Pete Carroll's is unbelievable, and I highly doubt you'll see that man in a Seahawks uniform next year. So here's how the playoffs shake down in the NFC. Atlanta made the Super Bowl last year and should have won it, uh, taking on the Rams. New Orleans and Carolina, Philadelphia, Minnesota await the winners. Okay, AFC. Browns and Steelers, despite being 0-15, Hugh Jackson will start next year as coach of the Browns. Interesting stat. When Detroit went 0-16 in 2008, they won all their preseason games. This year, Cleveland won all its preseason games, but it couldn't win one regular season game. It tied the score there against uh, Pittsburgh. Then in the ensuing kickoff, Juju Smith-Suster goes all the way, and the Steelers didn't play Roethlisberger. Le'Veon Bell took a rest. That's that's 0-16 tackling, what you're watching there. Browns lose every game in the regular season after winning every preseason game. Just goes to show you exhibition means nothing. Ravens needed a win over Cincinnati to get in the playoffs. Cincinnati making big play. Whoa! That's a pick! Darquise Denard. And he goes the other way with it. Yes, he's going the distance, and he's going for, well, not necessarily speed. He's just picking his way through bodies. That's a touchdown, 24-10, Bengals lead. Ravens, they're playing for something. Bengals are not, so they roar back. Mike Wallace, touchdown. Ravens lead. Looks good for them. Bengals, fourth down and 12, one last chance. Andy Dalton to Tyler Boyd the Ravens can't tackle them and they're missing the playoffs and because the Ravens lose this game for the first time in the 21st century not since 1999 have we seen a Buffalo Bills team in the playoffs but they get in they'll take on Jacksonville Kansas City gets the Titans New England and Pittsburgh await the winners they get the buys in week one all right there is a Las Vegas flu. It is suffered by every team that goes in to play the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights have lost only two games at home this year. William Carlson, who never scored 20 at any time in his career, even in Sweden. That's his 19th of the season. Austin Matthews and the Leafs make it 4 3. Nat Matthews, second of the game. But Vegas pulls away. Shay Theodore, good local boy. The Jonathan Marsh's show has been great for the Knights. <coughs> Vegas has won seven in a row, but check out this 11 0 2 in their last 1-0-1 in their last 12 games. And the best home record in the league, there's Willie De Jordans, and the best record in the West. The Jordans has a Spengler Cup team for Canada this year. Some of these guys will play for Canada in the Olympics. Max Noro had a couple of goals in this game. This is the final against the Swiss side. Kevin Poulan in goal, the former Islanders goalie. Noro, who scored those two goals, briefly played for the wild, but he's a European player now. Spengler Cup win for Canada. And Willie Desjardins gets a win. He gets a cup. And maybe he'll get an Olympic gold medal if things go well in South Korea. There you go. Always a good guy. Good to see Willie do well. All
5: right. Thanks, Squire. You're welcome. Coming up, we'll find out what a lemon peony with a coconut core is and why you'll see so many of them in the
2: sky tonight. (laughs) Wow at conditions on the mountains whistler black with a base of 198 grouse 232 cypress 248 and sasquatch 249 Revelstoke with 32 new centimeters of snow and a base of 168 manning park 143 and powder king with a base of 151 big white with a base of 166 silver star 146 sun peaks 125 and apex 138
3: Just before the break, Soph mentioned the lemon peony with coconut core, but I prefer the (laughs) flash thunder all fire. (laughs) Yes, these are names of fireworks. There's some others too. What about
5: the blue comet slice? Or for you 80s fans, yeah, Kevin Bacon fans, footloose.
3: That's right, they're all lined up for the big fireworks shows down here at nine o'clock. And at midnight, and we got a chance to spend some quality time with the uh, crew from Archangel Fireworks putting the whole show together. Take a look.
5: Well, that's a view you won't see every day. These will be some of the big guys for tonight's Concord New Year's Eve uh, celebration, fireworks celebration. And we are on the barge with Kelly Guile, president of Archangel Fireworks. Kelly and his team have put together this whole show for you for tonight, and it's going to be a
9: great one.
3: Yeah, show us what's in there. How does it work? This is
9: like I said, an electric match. It looks oh, just look like that. a match. When it gets a signal from our computer, it, uh, it pops that, it lights this fuse, which travels at 60 feet a second, down the side, beside the shell, into a, uh, a lift charge, which is basically just a ball of black powder. That shoots this out of a gun barrel, so this sphere rises up with two little time fuses on it. When those fuses light that's the little spark you see going up in the darkness with nothing else. When they get inside the shell to height, they hit another uh, package of black powder, which breaks it open, lights all the effects, and that's the bang you see in the sky.
3: I said it was kind of like looking down the barrel of a gun. It really is, isn't it? It is its is a gun. Let's see. The boom to ooh
9: quotient yeah, is yeah. extremely high. It's going to be a nice, thick show. So
5: can you give us your best um, finale, New Year's Eve finale? Could you act that one out for us.
9: So we're going to start and we're going to climb and it's going to go bang, bang, bang. And on this side, we're going to have stuff and it's going to break like this. And then, and that'll continue for 25, 30 seconds. And then the barge will just lift simultaneously and go, brah, 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 which is 500 tiny salutes, which are just noisemakers. Oh, wow. And? That's going to be a
3: great finish. That's-
8: challenging <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> that was awesome. Though. Thank
3: you very much, Kelly. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the show. We can't wait to see it. Thank you very much. Enjoy.
9: Happy New Year, Kelly. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
3: Happy new year. Great crew took a cast of thousands to put that mm-hmm. together. Now, before we go.
5: Some of your thoughts and hopes for what the new year will bring.
0: Any New Year's resolutions? Ugh. Sleep more.
11: <laughs> um, Probably to be more active. Um, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. that's my goal. I spend most time driving and yeah. that's why I'm working out. So that'll be part of my...
6: Keep on living life.
11: Yeah.
6: Stay above ground. It's all good. Going back to school, I think that's resolution enough. Yeah? Yeah.
8: Be kinder, I guess. Uh,
6: well, that's a good one.
8: Thanks. <laughs> okay, what about you?
6: No resolutions. No? no. Do you normally do them? No.
3: <laughs> Keeping it simple. <laughs>